Welcome back to Fintech Business Podcast. Today, I'm speaking with Mihail Chaplinsky. Uh, if you're not familiar with the name, you're probably familiar with the last company he started, revenue-based financing startup Pipe. Now, he's on to his next mission, helping banks better manage their balance sheet, specifically on the asset or on the lending side, with his new startup, Capstack. Mihail, thank you so much for joining me. For folks who might be more on the tech side than the fin side and are less familiar with some of the challenges of man managing a bank's balance sheet. Can you sort of explain the idea of, in banking world, we talk about asset liability management or you know deposit loan management and why it's so critically important to get it right? Um, hello, hi, Jason. Um, um, it's cr the reason why people are not familiar with it is that there hasn't been anything built in this space. So I would applaud every engineer, every founder to look at the bank tech sector. Uh, very little things have been built. It's a sector completely run off of spreadsheets um, and ripe for us, founders, engineers, um, operators, uh, uh, really improving the way um, the core of our banking system operates. Um, banks struggle to answer to your questions. The biggest challenge for banks is to ma matching the deposits with the right types of loans. If you know, if if it's if it's a deposit that's not a CD, which is not a term deposit, guess mm -hmm. what? Banks can't use a lot of this into their lending operations. Then getting the right loans that match the deposits. Majority of the banks um, operate on a <clears throat> fairly simple business. It's a lending mm -hmm. business. They get the money from deposits nowhere else, and they lend to our communities. That's why we call them community banks. Mm -hmm. There's nearly 5,000 of community banks. Uh, if you add credit unions, which lend to individuals, another four to 5,000, we're in the nine to 10,000 territory. This is 98% of our banking. When it comes to um, uh, when it comes to the, the percentage of loans, it's over 70% of small and mid-sized loans are issued by small uh, and mid-sized banks. We call them community banks. This is the bank that has a branch on in the, you know on the main street in your um, in, in your city or town and knows the business, um, knows the uh, the area, and can provide the most flexible type of financing. And I think, interestingly enough, I think what's unique about American economy is the existence of those banks. Because if mm -hmm. you look at other mature economies like um, Germany, France, the UK, you will not find community banks, interestingly enough. You will find you know, five to 10 big players and very standardized um, lending operations. I think, I believe that uh, a part of the uniqueness of our economy here in the US is actually existence of a local pool of capitalists that understand local markets that can provide more tailored lending solutions. I mean, is it fair to say that the flip side of that, that tailored local market is essentially by definition a concentration risk. And I guess what I'm getting at is, you know, 
there's a huge benefit to understanding, you know, if you, you're a small bank in Iowa and you, you know, work with a lot of farmers who are your customers, understanding, you know, what is the business cycle? What are their specific financial needs? You know, how do you underwrite loans to that audience? That, that is a real, a very real benefit that maybe, you know, JP Morgan Chase or Bank of America often, you know, North Carolina or, or Manhattan, you know, don't necessarily understand the ins and outs of those markets. But on the flip side, you know, that, you know, small local bank perhaps has the bulk or all of their assets or all of their loans uh, in a very geographically defined area, as well as a sectorally defined area. And I mean, that would seem to pose um, risks to how they how they manage their credit exposure. Jason, uh, if, if I could hire you, I would do that to explain <laughs> the, you know, the reason of existence of, of, of Capstack, uh, my new company, it's exactly that. Um, for the audience, we have to understand how small and mid-sized banks work. Well, let's call them community banks. All of their customers come from five to 10, sometimes 15 miles from their branch, period. What it means is the following. It's exactly what you discussed. They're first of all, geographically constrained. And as a result, typically also sectorally constrained, which means Banks in a predominantly rural area provide agriculture loans to farmers, and they're very, very good at that. But they don't have manufacturing. They don't have commercial real estate. Banks in inner cities, let's put it that way, they have zero agricultural loans, but they have commercial real estate portfolios. It's we, our system, naturally has an existential risk that we all, as bankers, um, I started at the Bank of New York Mellon, um, understand and know we have a critical risk to our system, which is a concentration in small and mid-sized banking ecosystem that is a result of their geographical footprint. It, it provides the benefits Small and mid-sized banks know their customers very well, but if the price of any given crop or any given agricultural product drops, and those prices fluctuate, let's be clear, a bank that's heavily um, in an area where that um, concentrated in an area where that crop is uh, produced will face significant existential issues when it comes to the performance of their loans. The core. This is the core of what we're building at Capstack is a national marketplace exchange that will allow banks to participate in each other's loans to drive diversification of their portfolios. To give you an example, for the first time, a bank in Iowa will be able to invest in loans originated by an inner city bank in Boston, and as a result, strengthen its balance sheet. I mean, I, I would definitely want to have a better understanding of how this works in, in practice and some of the differences or advantages versus diversification tools or strategies that might that might currently exist, right? I mean, a, a bank 
today, you know, can go and and buy whole loans in a secondary marketplace. They can, you know, put put funds in uh, securities, so agency mortgage backed securities, that kind of thing. What is different? I mean, you described it as as an exchange. What is different in what you're building versus perhaps some of the existing tools? Existing tools. Yeah. It's a per perfect question. So let's start with the um, existing, you know, HDMs, hold to maturity uh, products. Well, the problem with them is you really can't run a bank off of those products solely because they are priced at the amount that you would have to pay to your depositors um, as a return on their deposits. They're priced sometimes even below that. As a result, you can't run, you can't pay, pay salaries to your employees, uh, um, rent uh, for your branches. You, you, you simply cannot run a bank only uh, investment in um, uh, various HTM's products because they don't render enough of the return mm -hmm. that would allow banks to run a, a profitable institution. And as a result, we're facing an issue, Jason. There's mm -hmm. more banks closing than open. We used to have 8,000 banks 10 years ago. We're down to by hundreds each and every uh, few years. Why? Because they're no longer, it's very difficult to run a profitable institution. The only profits that one can render um, that banks are good at and are self-sustainable are loans. So there are... The, the interesting part about the, the the loans and the whole loans purchasing programs, loan participations existed for decades. Mm -hmm. It's the groups of friendly banks that know each other, Jason, that trade loans between themselves. But it's a group of five, ten banks, typically from a similar area, typically mm -hmm. with similar mm -hmm. portfolios, because it's these are um, friendly relationships. Um, um, a lot of times encouraged by regulators, they do an amazingly good job here of trying to introduce banks to each other. But mm -hmm. at the end, it's very manual. We're talking about a spreadsheet and email operation mm -hmm. and an enormous, uh, enormously lengthy due diligence process. Hold on purchasing uh, for, for the audience. We're talking about purchasing baskets of loans um, in hundreds, typically. Um, well, you need to have enough of a vintage of that, which is enough of a group of these loans that you could put in a, in a singular basket. And guess what? Um, with the rates moving significantly upwards right now, a lot of whole loan purchasing market is quite distressed right now because the vintages mm -hmm. that are available to purchase are at the rates they are significantly lower than right now you can obtain yourself. So there is a, a struggle of, do I diversify my portfolio, but at the price that's lower that I could issue these loans myself. And mm -hmm. let's remember mm -hmm. the, 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 the 
the quintessential issue. We are forgetting about the fact that banks do not have unlimited amount of capital. <laughs> banks are actually quite constrained with the available capital. And as a result, they choose where to invest their capital. And obviously, they will choose to invest the capital in a higher yielding products than in a lower yielding product, even though one would affect better diversification. It's just natural. It's banks or businesses. Um, so both of these products exist, but they're extremely manual. It's again, a massive mm -hmm. spreadsheet traded sometimes via brokers, uh, sometimes via friendly banks uh, in a form of email. And with Capstack, we have spent over a year building native connections with banks core systems and mm -hmm. uh, core system for the audience. These are the operating systems of the banks and loan origination system, which allows the originating bank to automatically pull the loan either that's performing or in the process of origination and post it on the marketplace on an exchange and immediately have all their banks participating on the on the marketplace to see all the details about the loan. Mm -hmm. Not only they're seeing the, the information about the borrower, they're seeing the information about the loan, the, the full write-up, the full information that experts have provided from the originating bank. Again, a bank in inner city Boston doesn't know how to originate agricultural loans. But the moment they see the full write-up from the loan officer um, and full loan information with the projection, they, they get comfortable with it. But it's an enormous amount of data. And on top of it also, they're getting an information about the performance of the originating bank within a given sector. So mm -hmm. I always mm -hmm. say, when was, Jason, when was the last time you invested in anything without verifying the past performance of, of, of a product? Never. For the first time, we are allowing participating banks to look and see how good is the originating bank in a, with the performance of these types of loans. Interestingly enough, all of this is publicly available information, but we are for the first time accumulating it and providing mm -hmm. it with an easy to use formula, which allows participating banks en masse to view available portfolios, verify it versus their portfolios, and invest in other banks issued loans. Got it. So, I mean, it, it sounds like some of the key benefits are both the potential scale, right? So not, not just a handful of friendly banks that maybe are, you know, in a similar region or in similar lines of businesses, which logically would, would reduce the benefit to, you know, trading, you know, participation stakes or whole loans, uh, as well as perhaps more importantly, um, significantly better automation. So doing away with the, uh, Excel sheets and emails in, in favor of a sort of true uh, technology solution to this problem. I mean, from from the standpoint of of your business, of Capstack's business, you know, I can see the the implicit network effects, right? As a as a solution that you're offering to participating banks, the utility of it goes up with the number of banks that that are sort of on this network or on this platform. 
Uh, is there anything you can share about sort of where you are in that process of, of you know, talking with or, you know, onboarding banks to participate in, um, you know, trading, selling, buying uh, loans or loan participations on Capstack? Yes. I mean, uh, we are um, in the process of onboarding uh, multiple uh, banks right now. It's a, it's a process of uh, training. Um into the way the platform operates. Um, uh, we um, are working through uh, their asks questions. The interesting part about building for banks, and I think that has always been you know, a failure of, of Silicon Valley. We have built it in a silo, drop the product and say, now use it. Well, we took a very different approach here. We're actually building it with banks. We have... Um, 20 plus banks that on the continuous basis provide feedback as to the um, as to our product, uh, the features of that product. Because at the end, I started with the following notion. I'm not building it for myself. Mm -hmm. I'm building it for them. Bankers really know what that product, what, what, how they want that product to look like because actually the foundation of Papstack where bankers coming through you know, multiple relationships that over years, I've been always um, in a fintech business, uh, but uh, many times I was, I've been interacting with community banks. It was the ask of the community banks that said, how, like, um, there's this whole um, uh, loan participation market that is, in case you were wondering about the size of it, it's according to, FDIC, and these are voluntary reporting. Last year, $800 billion in dollar amounts. Last year, which was the most depressed mm -hmm. year due to the, um, the, the economy and people wondering. Typically, it's way over a trillion, if not more. This is the size of the market that's being affected on spreadsheets between, between, few, between banks that know each other. Yeah. Approximately... To give you another metric, Jason, approximately 10 to 20% of every bank's portfolio is traded as whole loans and or as uh, loan participation. Loan participation being the bigger portion uh, of that. We're talking about massive market that never had a central clearing agent, mm -hmm. that never had a central um, marketplace exchange uh, that would allow exactly what you pointed on a national scale, and effectively speaking, really global scale, an ability for banks to invest in each other's portfolios to drive the diversification. So we are at the last stages of receiving feedback from our, mm -hmm. what we call in, in, the, in the trade design partners. These are the banks that we are building it together with, with a launch of, of our product in, in April. Um, so we are, Two and a half months from uh, from a launch, um, we're going to start um, our platform with um, what is um, the most um, uh, needed um, product, which is um, commercial real estate loans. Um, as you as you may probably know, um, over fifty percent um, of each and every bank portfolios are uh, uh, commercial real estate loans or mm -hmm. Uh, products backed by um, commercial real estate. These are the loans that banks um, 
want to immediately diversify. And we're mm-hmm. not talking here about the stories that you and I read about, you know, big buildings in San Francisco, New York. That's that's the these are the the the, the worries of the large investment banks. We're talking about the restaurant. We're talking about mm-hmm. a small mm-hmm. office building. We're talking about you know your dentist um, and the machinery used at your dentist office that's backed by other machinery and or the office that uh, the, the 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 doctor owns. This is the majority of the loans uh, that are being issued in, in in America. Banks need to diversify so that they can run healthy portfolios. Mm-hmm. And and what we've seen with SVB, Signature Bank, First Republic, and now the uh, New York banks, this is a real issue. And in a year. Since we're almost, I mean, we're recording this this episode at the beginning of February 2024. Um, at the beginning of March of last year, uh, we had a huge collapse of a, of a sectorally focused bank, uh, Silicon Valley Bank. In a year, let's be clear, we just realized we have a problem. We haven't addressed it because the only way of addressing it is building a national platform for asset diversification, which is what Capstack is. Regulators can't come to banks and say, well, sell this asset. They Mm -hmm. did, rightfully so. But the response is to whom Mm -hmm. and how and at what price? And immediately when you sell, you lose your profit uh, center, yes? If you Mm -hmm. sell a loan, well, you're selling it on uh, uh, let's assume you're saying at par, so basically at the c- current value. Well, you lost the profit uh, of a future uh, interest that you're gathering from that law. So banks are also uh, notifying their regulators, well, we can't just sell. We need to buy. And guess what? If we buy new loans, that's from our geographical area. So we're back to square one. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, was the decision to start focused on the commercial real estate asset class, uh, I'm assuming a very uh, intentional one, given the sort of ongoing stress in that sector coming out of COVID? Are you planning on expanding to other uh, other asset classes, whether it's um, you know, auto, you know, unsecured consumer, or or is is the focus really on CRE for for the near no, term? No, it's 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 we're only launching with CREs. Um, it's the immediate need. Um, fast follow-ups are manufacturing loans, mm-hmm. factoring, auto, okay. and consumer. Uh, the, the reality of it is that you need to start with something. And also, we listen to our customers. It's mm-hmm. building mm-hmm. startups to every founder that I meet, mentor. I tell them the following. Start with listening to your customer. They will tell you what, what they need. They need. And our customers said, our portfolios constitute of a massive amount of commercial estate. The interesting part about it, it's a good asset. Again, we're not talking here about the large buildings in you know, San Francisco, New York, or major metropolitan areas that are getting uh, depressed uh, when it comes to their valuation. That's not what community banks invest in. We're talking mm-hmm. about regular businesses, office spaces, restaurants, small um, factories, small manufacturing centers, they need to invest in other types of the same loans 
just located in the different areas because every banker and most of the small and mid-sized banks are owned still by the founding families. Mm -hmm. Realize the following. Health of my business is also the diversification away from my geographical area in other banks that are in the same position as I do. No bank issues loans that would flip a bank. That's just counterintuitive. They don't do that. Banks are extremely careful when it comes to the loans that they issue. So a bank in Utah will be with Via Capstack for the first time being able to invest in commercial real estate assets, well-performing assets in Boston, in uh, Miami, in um, uh, Orange County. That's never been the case that they were able to look at these portfolios and choose their diversification methodology. And and you said you have something like 20-ish partners uh, lined up for, for when you launch in April? Oh, it's actually 20 is the folks that we're designing it with. The, the design um, partners. Got yes, it. we haven't, interestingly enough, and it's like I, I tell it always to my investors, well, we haven't yet met the bank that said, I'm not interested in it. Because the, the, the way Capstack works, Capstack's fees are per transaction based. So there's none of the typical in banking ecosystem, large, a very significant onboarding fee and or a significant technological challenge that mm -hmm. you need to um, really incorporate it with your course or LOSs. We took that challenge. We basically went uh, with the following notion. We will build it to make it the easiest for the banks to use because we will take the challenge of, of data collection. It's not going to be on the bank side. We will take it. That's A. And two, um, we are ultimate diversification tool. So if um, the folks from Capstack and we have an amazing relationship managers um, that meet with banks, that ask us, how about you will be able to diversify your portfolio invest in well-performing loans while being able to sell the, your well-performing loans so that you unlock additional capital and improve your diversification. I mean, it, it absolutely sounds like a, a much needed tool to help, particularly the community banks that we've been talking about, um, you know, address this, this concentration risk while enabling them to continue um, you know, driving the the interest income that is you know so critical to successfully being profitable. Exactly, right, yeah, Jason, being running profitable. running a running a banking business because it's very easy to invest for banks in HDM, uh, any types of you know government backed securities or um, uh, mortgages. That's really easy to do, but you can't buy run the bank off of this, and that's the issue. You cannot You cannot run a successful organization um, that will be profitable. We're also missing kind of a point when it comes to community banks. They're typically yeah. family-run businesses. They're regular businesses. They're difficult to sell. And as a result, these are legacy businesses um, that proud families, and they should be, built over generations. Mm -hmm. um, they want these banks to be there for their for their future generations and also for their communities. Mm -hmm. um, and I think uniqueness, again, going back to the beginning, uniqueness of our economy, we may not be noticing it, 
but it's that localized access to capital. Uh, you know, if you and I were starting a, a, a restaurant in Miami, um, we would go to a local bank first because they would understand the, the market. They would understand what we bring, our, um, um, our expertise in this. Uh, before larger banks will be there when we expand and become a franchise business. There is a type of a capital and a type of an asset at every stage of the company. We in America, and as an you know immigrant, um, you're just you know very proud to 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 be here. Um, we built um a very unique access to capital that we need to make sure that we retain for the growth of our economy. No, I mean the the you know I think it's it's easy to miss the point you're making if you've spent the majority of your banking career or or consumer life in in the U.S. Um, you know because it's it's absolutely one hundred percent the point, and it's not just other you know sort of Western developed economies. You know you mentioned Germany. I live here in the Netherlands where we basically have three banks. Uh, but also developing economies, right? I mean, Mexico has, I think, four or five banks that control exactly. you know, 85 percent plus of the market. Brazil notoriously has the same issue, and so I do think it is a very interesting, you know, question. And we've seen, you know, I think the sort of U.S. banking regulatory establishment kind of struggle, and frankly, in my opinion, continue to struggle with how do you balance. You know, some of the regulatory initiatives that, particularly in the wake of things like SVB or Signature, you know, Basel III, Endgame, all that, the the steps you need to take to ensure safety and soundness. But then how do you balance that, balance those requirements with attempting- With, with, the, with exactly making sure that these banks still exist. Yeah. So yeah. regulators I mean, exactly. actually are doing <laughs> a great job at it. They know that. I spend a lot of time talking with with regulators about Capstan. They they all are waiting for that product because the reality of it is that they know it's very easy to say, well, please sell. You're over-concentrated that area. Well, first of all, to whom? Uh, second of all, um, and then I'm not, I'm not profitable again. Most of the banks are struggling with, with the level of profitability. And then the regulator is worried of having unprofitable bank. It's a, mm -hmm. I do not, I do not wish to be in the shoes of a regulator because it's an extremely challenging position of juggling, making sure that the depositor's money is safe and that lending is, 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 is appropriate, but also that that bank is profitable at the end mm -hmm. of the, the, the road that remains in business. Because it's very easy to put constraints that would shut down the bank. But that's why in a year, let's be clear, in a year, every banker met with their regulators, every regulator reviewed the portfolios of banks and came with the following, you need to diversify. But it's a very easy thing to say, much harder to execute. And we saw it a year, nearly a year after SVB, we're having the same issue in New York. And that issue is going to continue because of a natural geographical and or sectoral concentration of banks. It's, it's just a fact of life. Banks are branch, community banks are branch 
facing, customer facing via the branches businesses. They don't have customers unless their customer walks through the branch. But I mean, it, it, it intuitively makes sense to me. I mean, I, I'll admit I probably spend more of my own time thinking about sort of the other side of the balance sheet, if you will, or at least lately, uh, which is the deposit gathering piece. And, and, you know, I know we haven't touched on that and can too we, much. Can we, can, we, can we touch on this? Because that's yeah, a... Yeah, please. That's, that's the second step of, of, of Capstack. Okay. Right so now, most of the banks, community banks, struggle with the deposits, struggle with the right deposits. The way I define um, American banking uh, system, I view them the following. I view uh, banks as loan origination machines. These are typically community banks. I mean, numbers speak volume. 70 plus percent of all loans to businesses are issued by community banks. Um, and then the deposit heavy banks, uh, which are the greatest of, you know, this city banks, JP Morgan's, uh, Bank of America. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They do issue loans. But their typical customer is a large corporate America customer, which means they're over-concentrated there. And they're sitting on an enormous amount of deposits because they have the customer base in, in hundreds of thousands of millions. I mean, JP Morgan is a perfect example of that, of a bank that's right now so big that we can't even fathom anything happening to, 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 to this bank. So how about, for the first time, connecting those these two these two groups of banks and allowing banks that are really good at originating localized credit with the pools of capital mm -hmm. held by the larger banks. This is the broader vision. This is where Capstack is heading towards. It's actually building a marketplace for assets and liabilities. Mm -hmm. um, one of my uh, board of advisors, which uh, um, defined Capstack as effectively speaking as SWIFT, but for assets mm -hmm. and liabilities, mm -hmm. an ability to seamlessly move deposits and loans. And however you look at this, that's why I, I don't like to use assets and liabilities, because it depends on how you look at it. One can be an asset or a liability. Um, so for all the audience, uh, both Jason and I know that, um, but that's why I, I define it as, as deposits and loans. Yeah. An ability for banks that are sitting on the deposits to lend these deposits to other banks for the purpose of uh, their lending operation at much higher rates than the typical broker deposits uh, mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, rates are right now. You, you can't make any money off a broker deposit. Like we hear that banks lend each other deposits. It's very, very difficult to make any money off of it. Uh, these are typically investments for, you know, regulatory purposes, which is good in itself. But again, it's not good for the, you can't run a business off of it. And I view mm -hmm. banks as businesses. There are just, first of all, businesses that need to be profitable. And Capstack, hopefully it's there to, to help them with it. So we're starting with loans because that's the immediate need. But for everybody following, please stay <laughs> in touch. Listen to our progress. The deposits are coming because it's something that 
once the, the whole rails on the technical side that we've built allow us to move into the deposit stage when we are ready with this. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I mean, at, at the end of the day, the the way that that I think about it is, it sounds like you're building what is fundamentally, you know, another tool in the toolkit for a bank to today help manage their loan exposure. You know, do they have an excess concentration and a certain class of CRE, not enough, whatever, and over time to manage both sides of the balance sheet. And again, as we sort of talked through, it's not that the the idea of that doesn't exist today, but that the process that takes to actually do it is inefficient, is manual, is non-transparent, you know, is cumbersome, is expensive. And the the opportunity and the technology exists to dramatically streamline that. And by streamlining it, you know, make it more accessible uh, and, you know, presumably more more efficient. Efficient. For, efficient. Yeah, yeah. You see, we use the same word at the same time. Efficient. The current system, there are deposit sharing schemes. Um, there are loan participation whole loans. They're, they struggle with, when you speak to bankers, the word that they use is exactly efficient, easy to use. The process right now of investing in a um, loan participation or whole loan purpose uh, takes months, in, in case you were wondering, because of the months back and forth, back and forth uh, between uh, participating banks and uh, um, uh, originating bank. The interesting part about it, when I ask a question from the originating bank, what's the biggest pain point? Um, uh, the originating banks told me, so the banks that would like to s- have other banks investing in their um, loans and do it on a continuous basis, they basically say, I answered the same question 20, 30 times. Mm-hmm. And uh, because banks have quite similar um, uh, documentary requirements. Well, mm-hmm. each and every of this email, if you count it, half an hour, an hour, Jason, you're talking weeks of just answering emails. When it comes to participating banks, all that they say is every single once they invest in loans, they have they have they are struggling with managing these loans and performance of these loans because it's all manual. With mm-hmm. Capstan, a the system of um, data gathering is all organized within clusters of, of information, which we call Uniform Loan Information Package, uh, ULIP uh, for, for, sure, for short, which, which includes all the data about the borrower, all the data about the loan, all the data about the, the bank, because we naturally automatically lift that data. So things that would take multiple emails to send, because we're talking about large attachments of you know tax records, et cetera, et cetera, it's all already there. And on the participating banks, they will be able to log into their account and see natively, automatically, live performance of each and every loan that they invested because Mm -hmm. we are natively integrated with the course of the originating bank, so the bank that has the relationship with the borrower. No, absolutely. Uh, if if that's not efficient, I don't uh, I don't know what is. Definitely a lot uh, to be excited about as you guys move towards launch. 
I am afraid that that is all the time we have for today. But for people who want to learn more about Capstack, keep up to date with as you guys sort of progress towards that that April go live, uh, where can they find out more about the company and where can they follow you? Um, Capstack.com. Um, the 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 information is, is is fairly basic right now, but please contact us. Um, we would love to hear more from banks. The the features that um, you would like um, to have included in the product. We are um, we're, we're lucky to have amazing group of investors that took an extremely long point view on building this product and understand that this is a core banking product that has to answer and has to have all the features at the time of the launch. So we're taking, we're very methodical. We're very careful at in adding all the features uh, that banks asked us to, 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 to incorporate. And as a result, the more banks that join the group of our design partners and or uh, wait until we launch, we're there for you. We're we're building this for banks. We're not building it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, I would encourage everybody to to reach out. And um, once we launch in April, well, hopefully, um, we will change the U.S. banking sector um, forever and strengthen it. Yeah, you know, that sounds like an ambitious but uh, good goal. Uh, and we will keep tabs Thank on you, how Jason. you progress. Yeah. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Jason.